every time I do one of these, people like change. You change, know, like change their personality. Yeah. Oh, sometimes, and that's why I was a little nervous to do. Um, just with the cameras and stuff. Yeah. Because I noticed when that camera's on someone, they're like, oh. Yeah. Uh. It's like, it's, it's not a, a big deal. Rocking. You just keep talking like you were. Yeah. Well, yeah, now that you're saying that, I'm feeling it. You're feeling it? But I'm going to try to combat that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend okay. it's not happening. Okay, now we're really going. This is really it. Hell yeah. And it's better just to roll in on the natural conversation like we were just yes, having. Yes, exactly. Like we've been having. Like we've been having. <laughs> Okay, how was your week? How how are you doing? How was my week? It's been good. Um, I started a new job recently. So really? I've been kind of yeah adjusting to that. I work at a little French bakery. Ooh. Um, in town? Yeah, brioche. Mm. Yeah, so come by for any <laughs> baguettes, any pastries. Yeah. Nice. It's really fun. Um, but other than that, I spent some time up in Monterey in the last week. Cool. Um, went to a car show. Oh. Um, yeah, big car show. What's the car show scene? Are, is, are there masks? Are there... Oh. What's uh, happening? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I wore masks the whole time. Yeah, of yeah. Of course, because I'm paranoid. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, there was like quite a few people wearing masks. But other than that, like everyone's just... Interesting. It's kind of like Republican kind of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a thing. That's a big... Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, Was it know. just to look at cars or... Is- could you buy a car? You could. There's auctions. Oh, okay. And I'm talking like really nice, high price. Oh, like really? Multi million dollar car. Oh auctions. my god. Yeah, it was like I just couldn't even fathom the amount of money that was around me. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting here like looking at cars that I know nothing about. Mm. But I know that they're like real deal big cars. The kind of auctions I'm thinking of is when like a car gets repossessed. Oh. And then they're super cheap. Oh. Those are the ones I'm always looking Those for. Those are the like, interesting ones. Yeah. yeah it's I like, because like this is a normal car. They just couldn't afford the payments anymore. You're right. You're right. right. So. Those are interesting. But these are the bigger, fancier ones. Right, are also right. interesting because you're like, kind of collectors how stuff. much are they going to spend? Yeah. And who's going to fight over it? <laughs> and the people, It's there's so much people watching to do. It makes me wonder, like, how do people have so much money? No. I guess they say the same thing when I, they see us with all the gear on stage. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you don't buy everything at no, once. It's not it's like, like you wake up and you're a musician. Yeah. It, like you grow it over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I don't you noticed think... that? Like how much gear you have now over time? Yeah. No, totally. But I hardly buy gear. Like oh. I just. But yes, yes, I have noticed with other people. Totally. You don't just get it all at once. Spend it all at once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that being said, I think that's what people think. I think people think you, you start playing music and... Get the amp, get the guitar, yeah. get the pedals. The amp, I literally, it, I think it took me like six years to get an amp. Get like a nice amp or like an like, amp in general? A nice amp because I was borrowing a friend's amp. Oh, yeah. And the reverb was broken. Oh, no. So, like, so like the, the literal knob was off. So, I, I never That's... played the reverb. It was dry. You can't. It sounded awful. I can. I can. I think I did that. that. Six years is a lot. I think I did it for like 2013. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. I feel lucky my parents have three. helped me out with buying a lot oh, of my good. equipment. I bought my first guitar, though, by myself at 14. With money that I saved up from cool. doing shows. So that is, it was a Martin DMD, I don't remember yeah. the model. It was a, but it's acoustic a really guitar? Nice, yeah. Yeah. Really nice. And like, I stopped playing acoustic for a while, but now I've like found this new love hmm. for like just soft acoustic stuff. So um, it's gone a, a lot of places with me. Totally. Okay. So now it's back out. You're playing it again. Playing it more. Yeah. Oh. Writing songs on it more. Whoa. Okay. Then playing. let's go back to the star. Are you originally from Santa Barbara? <laughs> Technically, yes. Yeah. I was born in Colorado. Oh, okay. But, but I grew up 
pretty yeah, much here. In, you in identify Colorado. as a Santa yeah, Barbara. Yeah. Not a Coloradoan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start playing music? Um, I I started singing. Like I've been singing my whole life. Yeah. As we all have. But um, playing music, I started taking guitar lessons around nine. Um, playing. Where at? Uh, Billy's Guitar Garage. Billy's Guitar Garage. Do you remember that? No. Place? It was in Carp. Okay. It was just like in a back alley. Whoa. Yeah, and it was it was like the start of it all. I like I loved it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started playing guitar. Yeah, around the age of ten, and then playing shows like around the age of eleven. Whoa. No, you no, started no, real no. young. I think I started playing shows at ten. How do yeah. you? How does one even start that young? Like. <laughs> I would do like um, busking, like at the farmers market. Yeah. Um, everyone around town knew me as the girl with the pink guitar. <laughs> I had a sparkly pink guitar, nice. and I would play around. And um, I guess my question is more like, how do you have that motivation? Like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, what? Who oh, pointed you, yeah. or what pointed you in that direction? I don't really know. Like, I, I've always been a performer. Um, yeah. I was also a child actor. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just performing has always been a thing I did. And um, maybe a segue into that was I would, like, film videos mm. for YouTube just for fun. And then I started playing those songs, like, at the farmer's markets. Right. And people would be nice and be like, hey, little girl, come play at this show. Yeah. Like, a small little community event. And then it would just kind of go from there. Whoa. So. Yeah, very was, young. Yeah, super young. Was there ever a point where you felt did you did you did you, feel, did you burn out young? Like, do you feel was there a moment where you're like, I should like take a break from this? Like, actually, yeah. Like, I I got probably to like the height of my like youth music yeah. career around like maybe seventeen or eighteen. Whoa! And then I was like, height as is, in like playing and yeah, being like playing active. a lot and being really active yeah. and um. Yeah, when I was like 19 or so, I started like not feeling too like, I I guess a little insecurity that is, yeah. you know, was, was what I was feeling and um, just like not feeling like it was going to go anywhere. Mm. So I just kind of stopped. I didn't really stop playing music and I'd play little shows, but um, Pursuing it wasn't a really career, my passion for a little yeah. while. And then it kind of got more into art and going to school and stuff. Right, right. Um, but within the last year, really, I just... It, out of nowhere it was like literally a, a switch flipped mm. um and i just was like i'm gonna actually do this and mm. like actually put my energy back into it because i've already started it you know yeah might as well finish it yeah <laughs> it's something it, that will never end unfortunately no, yeah. i think like i i don't I know even imagine stopping at this point I, yeah like, i think about that all the time i'm 31 now and uh, uh a conversation in my own head that's been going on is like life after music mm -hmm. and it's not even life after like writing and playing it's like life after touring yeah and like because i can't do that forever like yeah. it costs way too much fucking money it's like such a physical and emotional like drag i love it and it's awesome but in the moment sometimes it, it doesn't feel that way yeah and like totally. I, th I think about that all the time but i don't know i still have i still don't have an answer so i keep Me pushing neither. it's really weird because like you know i'm we're we're young right we're still like you know have a a window here right um but i think about like if i were to do this as a career professionally big you know um, what would that look like when I'm 60? Right. And I, ca I can't even imagine it. Yeah. The, the thing, like the person that I could maybe imagine it being in my older age is like Patti Smith or something. Yeah. Like just like someone cool and like does it and like 
but doesn't really do it as like a, she's trying to do music yeah. anymore. She's just an artist. Yeah, she de- and she definitely had her moment where she did do it. It's like, yeah. I'm doing it. And I'm sure she always did for the art, but like a mix of like art and money at the yeah, same time. That's totally. where it gets insane and that's where it gets crazy and that's where mm-hmm. it gets really difficult. Yeah. Uh, but hey, yeah. it's like I always kind of feel like there's the, like I said, the window of like when you're kind of past your prime. Yeah. And I feel like more but what does that and mean? more, like, I know. We're not athletes. Like, we so don't have stupid. a physical prime, no, but like. It's, it's literally, I guess, relevancy. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. But I feel like now I'm hearing about older and older artists. Yeah. Like, I feel very inspired by that. Like, totally. older female artists, you know, we have a, a difficult path right. to take. And um, I get really inspired when I hear of like artists that are older than, like, much older than me. Um, doing it and like totally. still getting their music out and there. totally i think i think part of that is the environment of the music industry telling us that you have to be fucking 18 years old or you're yeah. never gonna make it and it's like not the case anymore that is like at that's all why i struggled with it when i turned 18 yeah because for most of my life it was oh she's so cute she's so young and yeah, she's yeah. so good for her age right 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 so there's like, some expectation yeah once i turned 18 i was like oh my God, are people going to stop caring? Yeah, totally. In a way, it kind of felt like that. But at the same time, like, I think I stopped caring for a little bit. Then I started getting into that mentality too much. And now I'm like, no, that's toxic. Like, I can't listen to those dumb thoughts. I think being 18 is such a transitional year, too. Mm -hmm. I think the next transitional year is 25. Uh, yeah. 18 and 25 I think for me uh, I guess 21 too because then you're like oh I'm 21 like, yeah, totally. but then like 25 is I don't know for me I think for a lot of people where it kind of clicks mm-hmm. like oh this is who I am yeah and this totally. is what I'm doing and then 30 is like way? Yeah. Yeah, totally. This is who I am and this is what I'm doing. I think I'm like I know who I am now. I'm advice right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> At least like, for me, I'm 25 is when things started clicking. Like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. And then 30 was like, Oh, I'm I'm not afraid of being 30 now. Yeah, because you know there's that big lead up until you're 30 where you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Nothing happens. You just turn 30 and then you wake up the next day feeling the same way. Yeah, as I did when I was 21. Yeah, totally. Just a little bit more smarter and wiser wiser. and like that is the beautiful thing. I like I was scared. I'm still like dealing with that fear of getting older. Um, Oh yeah. But also I've like found that I really love knowing things now totally. like, like knowing things about love and life yeah compared to where i was when i was 18 like it's just it's a world of difference i feel like such yeah. a like more rounded person as i grow up yeah every year it's just gonna get different mm-hmm. and different and different yeah and then you hit 30 and then it's like <laughs> awesome and then it's the same it's, it's fucking it awesome been. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh i think for me turning like 25 and in, in, in that that group between 25 and 30 was like big on like this is what I want out of relationship. This is what I want mm-hmm. out of like, you know, these are my boundaries with people like yeah, totally. placing boundaries and understanding like that's a good person for me. That's not a good person for me. Yeah. You learn a lot about like other people. Right. As you, as you get older. And like I can read people better and I can tell like this person's not going to be good for me. Yeah. And then you also realize I have the ability to cut that person out. Oh, if yeah. I need to. Totally. You know? Which is something I never really considered before. <laughs> I think social media has changed a lot too. Like at least when I first turned twenty one, everyone was on Facebook, and mm-hmm. it was and you couldn't not see people. 
But yeah. on Instagram and stuff, I don't follow any of my old friends from high school. Yeah, Because totally. it's Instagram. I, like, it's follow like the follow artists. and the people that are cool. Yeah, yeah, the people I want to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really glad for that because Facebook yeah. put us all, like, we were still in high school. So that's yeah, why I didn't right. go to my high school reunion because it was like, I know what you guys are all up to. I saw you guys grow on up with Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah, totally. So where's yeah. the shock? But now I think I'd go to my 15th or 20th because I don't know what anyone's doing anymore. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I feel like... That's a good move. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, especially in the past year, the only way I keep up with people is through Instagram. Right. Now. Like, I mean, I'm not really on Facebook much anymore. Oh, um, no. Just our parents are. Our parents are. Yeah. My mom's been on it's Facebook. A, it's a pop in place. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is. But, it's just um, them now. And it's Instagram for us. Yep. And that's like happening. And TikTok. And then TikTok for... Ooh. Gen Z. Which... I feel like I talk about TikTok every fucking podcast, but like it really <laughs> is, I think, the best place for artists to be on if you're just dropping songs, dropping clips from music videos or anything like that. That's I still true. think that's like the best place. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it because um, uh-huh. I've been on TikTok maybe for a year now and I'm not like super active, mm-hmm. um, but it gave me a lot of anxiety. Mm. Like I it's I can see the positive sides to it, of course. Um yeah. But yeah, I think also like the relevancy and like feeling like I'm irrelevant because everyone's so young on there. Like I'm not that much older than them, but <laughs> yeah, also yeah. like I, I'm like 22 and I feel like, okay, well, no one cares because <laughs> I'm 22 and I'm not 18. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's that was like I had to take a break from TikTok because oh, of that. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. Like there's there's so many like positive totally. things to it. And I've met really cool musicians on there, which is awesome. You got to like... Um, engage with certain i don't know you just gotta change your feed up because mm-hmm. when you first got on the app it's just like sports highlights and yeah. it's, just, it's all over the place mm-hmm. and it's trying to figure out who you are i noticed this the other day because a company i work for i just started their tiktok and i was like oh this feed's super weird so it took me a few <laughs> hours but i finally got on guitar talk where it's just people playing guitar Ooh, in particular uh-huh. i need to see women play guitar because like we're trying to reach that audience right now yeah. because it's such I don't know. I don't have to tell. Spill all my work's info. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, it's such a male dominated, like, like this whole totally. thing of like, why women and girls don't like to go into Guitar Center. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big conversation we have of yeah. like, it's just not being inclusive. Is this Seymour Duncan? Yeah. Oh, cool. I've that's talked awesome. about it on the podcast. Yeah. But okay, like, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Awesome. So we're just trying to be more inclusive me. and trying to invite more people oh, in. Yeah. That Like, this is for everyone. Guitar that's pickups and guitars are for amazing. everyone. Yeah. I know. But it's it's an uphill climb. Let's yeah, just say totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other like weird part of TikTok is transitioning from like I'm very used to photos. Mm. And when it comes to like creating content video, for yeah. video, I kind of freeze up. Yeah. Um, although it's easy to just pick up guitar and play into the into the phone. Um, I feel like you also have to be really interesting mm-hmm. for people to actually want to watch it. Um, to a certain degree. Right. To a certain degree. Right. But like... I see some people who just sit there and just fucking sing. And it's like a cool song or yeah, something. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, that guy's like a crazy player. And then yeah, he goes... Yeah, totally. It's like, I'm, that's not my realm. I'm not going to be like that crazy shredder. Like, yeah. But it's just this weird pressure sing. to yeah. put on your on your shoulders um, to create content and, right. and be like something on TikTok. But it's something I'm trying to wrap my head around. You totally. Know, you have to kind of just experiment, I guess. Yeah. And see, you know, what works and what doesn't. Or... You can just throw that out the window and have fun with it. And I think totally that's probably the best strategy yeah. with TikTok. So I don't know. It's, it's just to have fun. And I think I, I, I'm, I was the same way as you. I just like loved photos. And I was like, I, I can do photos. That's easy. Yeah. And then 
I just bought these cameras for the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I think I can do more video content now. Yeah. And it's like, it's fun. It's interesting. Totally. It's like a whole new world. And uh, I'm just, I don't know, deep on some YouTube uh, uh, videos. I'm like, well, cameras are the best and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, totally. Which gets like a yeah, never ending, <laughs> like someone loves this camera. Then another yeah. video, someone hates this camera for these reasons. It's like, yeah, it's totally. a lot. I but, bought my first like fancy real camera a year ago. Mm. And, um, what kind of camera? Is it's an Olympus OMD mm. EM5 Mark III. Nice. Um, and they always I have these crazy that. things. I know. And um, I was so pumped up about it, and I have barely touched it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, ah, I don't know what to do. I also really do like taking photos. Right. So it's just like a matter of like finding people to take pictures of or like yeah. things that I like want to take pictures of i find myself it's just more pictures of other people there's no pictures of me and yeah. i can't use them on the dante account because i'm not in the, yeah, the photos totally, totally. Like, i'm the same way i like taking i like capturing other people yeah um and then i find that i'm like probably the only one doing it and like i don't have any pictures of myself but hey that's what other photographers are for that's true that's you true hire them and it's great it's, it's like kind of crazy when you get into the camera world, you start meeting other <laughs> photographers really quickly. It's yeah. Like, at least when Sammy's camera was in town, I would just go get my disposables and mm-hmm. come back and then get my disposables made, like printed there or developed there. And uh, you just start meeting people. It's crazy. Yeah, and then they totally. come to the show and then they take pictures of you. Same it's like, with oh, wow. like the guitar world. I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. It's just like finding the, the niche, niche. Yeah. Niche, the niche. Yeah. Whatever the word is pronounced <laughs> as um, of people. And then just working your way through that. Yeah. Find that community. Yeah, totally. That's always like my advice to people too. Like, you know, people ask me like about like playing shows and how, like I'll get DMs like, hey man, love, I, I want to play the Echo. How do you play the Echo? It's like, I don't really. You just like, got to find just people. Meet people like, and then, you know, yeah. someone will ask you to open or like, yeah. you know, if you can't, at least if you can't fill it up yourself right now, it's like, that's what, if you're at that point where you're asking me, then you can't fill that venue up and you're opening and that's yeah. okay. That's just a stage. That's yeah, a, a totally. level of, of where you're at. And, uh, yeah, just got to meet people. Yeah. It's hard. It's That's so hard. That's why I feel like, like, love Santa Barbara, of course. It's right. a great city to live in. Right. Beautiful. But I feel like I'm so ready to expand. I, I'm probably going to move to L.A. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. I know you've lived in L.A. Yeah. I know a lot of people have lived in L.A. and come back here. Yeah. Um, that might happen. I don't know. But yeah. um, I feel like you need to experience that for a little bit. And especially yeah. since the like the music scene is popping off, you know, in LA. Yeah. So why not? Okay, my but, take is that yes, you should do that for yourself as mm-hmm. an experience. But um, the idea that like you need to be in a certain city to like do yeah. something in music, I think is done. I think you I could think just so grind too. on the internet As, and put yeah, some songs on Spotify. On the and internet. We live on the internet now. So and we like, also live super close to LA. You can drive to LA for a show. That's the yeah. consensus I've gotten is just like live here and then you're close enough to drive back and forth right but, but for the sense of living in a big city yeah, and you want to no. try it i say do it because it's just fun yeah totally um, there's plenty of cities on my list too so totally. I, it's just a matter of deciding i almost wait wait let's get the list before we move on i want to hear the yes, whole list um la austin right austin uh portland mm. um but yeah, i don't know i don't know about that uh, same with Austin. I really don't know about that because have it's you been? Texas. You've been to Austin. I've been to Austin. Okay. I played in Austin a few cool. times. Um, yeah, it's a cool city, but I've also heard it's super oversaturated at this mm. point with musicians because everyone goes right. there for music. Right. And it's hard to like really good bands are having a hard time getting shows. Yeah. Because it's so. But because the same because of be post COVID or just in general? I think. Well, what I was told was because it's so oversaturated oh, okay. with 
other musicians it's just hard yeah um but i don't know it's like not something i've experienced yeah but totally. um yeah and then but my big dream is to go to berlin oh so that was something i was trying to plan for this year but i just wasn't quite sure where i was gonna be so or the world or the world <laughs> yeah so i don't know but i'd love to go and spend like a good amount of time in right. berlin um because it's just like the ideal city portland it, no berlin oh berlin, berlin. it's just yeah. like it's green it's interesting, interesting. there's lots of art lots oh i of haven't music. been oh you should go with yeah me. i only went for two weeks uh for like a study abroad thing but it was just a really awesome experience oh that's so. awesome yeah and i see like just so much art coming out of Berlin and music. And I feel like it's just, it's a good place to like settle into. So Interesting. We'll see where life takes me. Yeah, but, that's um, the beauty of being young. Big, yeah. You should make mistakes now so yeah, you can exactly. bounce back quickly. Financially. <laughs> yeah, you should make totally. financial mistakes now when you can bounce back. Like oh, I'm it gets, doing it. I'm yeah. doing it every day. <laughs> my like, every day little is a financial. Yeah. My little thrift clothes. Oh, no. Yeah, one day I'm going to Some... have to pull it together, but not. No, okay. no, no, no. No. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Eventually, you'll just make more money to um, keep the habit going. Yes, but <laughs> like, not enough to buy multi-million dollar cars. No, not at all. I but could like, never foresee that in my future. No, but if you can make enough money, we're like, I can afford coffee every day. What the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did not, I did not get um, on the coffee thing. I am not addicted to coffee. I do not drink coffee. And my girlfriend's Ooh. like, how do you do that? <laughs> That's I'm a like, flex. <laughs> you just fucking do it. No, I... I can't. Really? <laughs> I work in a coffee shop. And oh, I work, yeah, yeah. I've worked. My first job was in another coffee oh, shop. Oh, my so God. So it's just like coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. And like it's just a fun, like exciting thing. Like oh, I get it. I like coffee. the ritual. Like every it's morning. Ritual, yeah. Totally. I like yeah. that. I don't have anything like that. Yeah. 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 And I feel like you don't even, maybe it's just me, but you don't even need coffee per se, but it is the ritual. So like yeah. if I were to drink something like coffee, warm, coffee yeah. feel feel energized and stuff. totally maybe 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 <laughs> i found one drink at um starbucks i like and it's the uh, strawberry refresher those are good so, i haven't tried that like i haven't tried a lot of drinks at starbucks yeah but the refreshers are nice they're nice they're refreshing it's like a tea like a fruity i just tea. needed to find one thing because every time we go to the drive-thru because there's a drive-thru one by my house now it's the only oh, one in santa barbara yeah and uh yeah every time we go through the drive-thru i uh <laughs> I need to find something because she's like, do you want yeah. anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. It's just like coffee. Yeah. Surprise. And that's the ritual, the fun like of the like, cheese, we're yeah. both drinking something right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Oh my God. And I think about that on tour too. When I wake up, it's like, all right, boys, time to wake up. We're heading to the next city. And they're like, can we get coffee? I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm like also the first one that wakes up and then Jacob Cole wakes up oh, and then we got to wake everybody else up. Are you a morning, morning person? I've become a morning yeah. person. I worked until like 2 PM at the parking lots. For like six or seven years, so that destroyed my sleep schedule. Oh yeah. Um, but then post parking lots, getting like jobs that I had to wake up for kind of relatively early, like ten a.m., which was a lot for me because I woke yeah. up like at twelve every day. Yeah. Uh, I like slowly over the next like four years got to a place where I'm up pretty nice. early now. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy a good early morning. Mm-hmm. I have to do that now for my job, and it's really nice. I think I'm transitioning into that. Yeah. But, um, and I, I get so sleepy by like 11. I'm like, I can't stay up any later. <laughs> but, um, yeah. 
But but like early is like is it like coffee shop early where you're getting there like at like six eight five yeah. five a.m. Yeah. Oh, I hate, I don't like Basically. that. I still I still can't do that. I did it's, that a couple times at another job. I just like it because it's serene. Like it's like right. And I have to drive, so I can oh, it's super like quiet. Actually, focus on like listening to music, right. or like thinking. Um, whereas like most of my day is spent like doing things or like sitting on my phone or like right. sitting around the house. Yeah. Um, so it's like a, a moment to kind of just be with my brain and mm. my music and. Also, like the sky is all dark and gloomy. Totally, it's, and it's, it's like poetic. It's dark, but there's a little bit of light coming through because yeah. the sun is going to come up soon enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, nothing like. Well, I guess it's not twilight hour because that's night, but it feels yeah, like it. Yeah, it feels like know? it. Yeah, it's like kind of spooky, mysterious. I experienced that the other night. I was leaving my DJ gig. Um, it was a, around midnight, and there was nobody on the road from Ventura to Santa Barbara. I was like, "Oh my god, That's this is nice. nice!" And no one's texting me. Liminal space. No one's emailing me. Yeah, it's like, oh, the notifications have just stopped. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is amazing." It's a beautiful experience. I know. That's how it feels. Yeah. I know. Which I was just like driving, I... listening to music with the window down. I was like, "This is the best." Yeah, this is why I enjoy my early morning. Totally, yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for just like the silence. Yeah. You know? Or, I mean, alternatively, really, really late nights. Like, yeah. if I can bring myself to stay up super late, then that's really nice. But usually, if I'm up till three in the morning, it's I'm on TikTok or <laughs> Instagram. Last Saturday, Jacob Cole played uh, a show at Rincon Brewery, the oh, one nice. that's in the funk zone over here. Oh, they had, they yeah. opened They opened the new one. Nice. And uh, we stayed out till like 1 30, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. No, I was like, like falling asleep at Elsie's. I was like, this is too much. I fall asleep at Elsie's too. <laughs> it's also cozy. It's a very cozy yeah. place. I love Elsie's. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like, it's like 11, 1130. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah, I'm and then out. 12 comes. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Especially when you drink. Like, you totally. Drink alcohol, just if you're drinking all day. Messes you up. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Drinking all afternoon. Like, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, I guess your morning routine, like at what point of the day do you get to like just write music? It, I, ooh. I, Is it just I spontaneous yeah. or do you have like a... There's, I mean, mornings, I definitely feel more inspired than yeah. I do like afternoons. But um, if I'm sitting around the house, an idea will just pop into my head and I'll get yeah. sucked into it for a little while. But I can never, like I never have like a routine for writing music mm. or anything. It's it's purely spontaneous. When it feels, when you feel like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have like the uh, voice memos thing oh, with yeah. all the? <laughs> I have like a thousand really? seven hundred voice memos. It's that are taking all up space in your phone. Space in my phone. Yeah. But they're all unnamed. Oh sh- yeah, they're all yeah. the numbers. They're like the numbers, and yeah. so I'm like, oh god, okay, this one's four minutes long, so it must have been like a, a full song. Yeah. So I should listen to that one. And then other ones are like 20 seconds and I'm just like, ah. And you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> I know, yeah. Like in the car driving, there's like all this background noise Interesting. And stuff. But yeah, I try to not put pressure on myself with writing because I had just done that too much in the past. Right. And um, it really messed with my head. Um, so now I'm just like, okay, if, if a song is going to come, it's going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I let that go, I've been writing so much more mm. and it's especially been the case over the pandemic, you know, being stuck at home and like yeah. having the time to 
drop everything when you right. have an idea. Whereas like if you're at work, you can't do right. that. So um, yeah, it's been really, it's been really nice. For Did me. you find, were you able to write songs in the pandemic? Yeah, no, mm. so much more than I ever have been before, mm. which is like how people would expect that to go. And yeah. I, was, I was surprised that I was picking up the guitar like every day because prior to the pandemic, I was maybe once a week. You Interesting, know? yeah. So, That's the I opposite think, of what I heard yeah, a lot of this pandemic. Doing this podcast I, I got an insight of like how people are feeling which is like not how i thought yeah. this was gonna go well, like i mean that's the thing is like people feel the pressure okay i have all this time now i should do something with I, it. yeah but for me it was like okay i don't have that mentality so it's letting me create the art interesting um but you know that's to a certain extent i still get kind of like in my head about it but um my biggest roadblock was lyrics lyrics yeah like, lyrics i didn't have anything hard. to write about yeah, totally. So it's like, normally I, I just, you know, write about I'm my life. I'm still in the same boat, and I my cop-out thing to write about is love. Like, Of course, yeah, of yeah, co- yeah. Everyone. Right, right. Everyone does. But, like, writing about, like, my shitty love. Yeah. Like, that's... Can I cuss? I don't... Yeah, okay. it's YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, wait, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um. Yeah, I yeah. know. So, like, that's just my main source of inspiration is, like, heartbreak. Right. Um, but I've been trying to challenge myself to, like, get out of that box mm. and, like, write about, like, mundane things, right. you know. Um, and I took a songwriting course recently um, with School of Song. Mm. Do you know what that is? Um, it's a songwriting program. I'm not quite sure who's in charge of it, but they had, like, Buck Meek. Cool. do um a songwriting session i did mine with lamelda cool um and they were so cool it was just such a good experience and it forced me to like right we wrote a song every wow class. so i had like five songs it was like just a two-week course yeah but we we had like five songs come out of it and Whoa. it was a really good experience it made me like really think about how i'm gonna approach songwriting interesting as go forward um, so I'm probably going to take a bunch more classes because it was just, it was an awesome experience. Yeah. If anything, it just like makes you do, that's why I love most about working in the parking lots. Cause they would let me play guitar in there oh, really? and I was just sit down at the lots for six hours oh, and that's awesome. something's going to come out. Like yeah, totally. they hadn't, they had, you know, I, they used to have TVs, but then they took the TVs out. This is like a long time ago. <laughs> they don't have any of this anymore. You can't even play guitar in the lots anymore. But like, Damn. um, yeah, you sit there for six hours, something's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just like one little idea that you can build on totally. later, you're going to get something. And yeah. I do not have that time. And then in the pandemic, like I thought I would have that time, but like I still didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while like a discipline thing. to feel that. To get like, into it. I would say it wasn't until November or mm. October that I really started getting into the music again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think get like getting more into songwriting over the pandemic spiraled me into getting more into de- like actual devotion into my music. Mm. Um, and my EP that I, I had just put out, yeah. um, that was recorded. It started. We started recording it in 2016, um, like late 2016, mm. and I finished it in 2019. So it was two years of like sitting on those songs and. I was like just so like hesitant to put it out for some reason, um, but finally once I started getting really devoted, I was like it's time yeah. to like just put it out and then move on. So um, I would say that's one of the best things I could have done during the pandemic was like really focusing on learning how to release music and right. Like, and what'd you learn? Doing it oh so much. Yeah. There's like I did, there's so many things I would have never expected to have to think about. You mm. know. 
Um, but yeah, I just learned that like one, you should really be organized. <laughs> I was not. I was shooting like all like I okay. I had my singles that I was gonna put out. Um, but I had no like cohesive idea for like what the album cover was gonna look mm. like or anything. So I just started putting the singles out and shooting the covers and the music videos like as I was going. Mm. Um, which I know maybe some people do that. I don't really know, but um, I, I've noticed that a lot of artists already have like their singles kind of tie into like aesthetically right, tie right. into each other until it leads to the big release. Mm. Um, but I didn't really do that because I just didn't plan it all out. Yeah, you just said no. That was like the cool part was they all were kind of spontaneously put together. And they all have their different moods. Mm-hmm. So like the first one was very dark and moody. The second one was like soft and like colorful. Right. And then my last one was like kind of serious, like my real serious single. Um, right. Yeah. So it was just, there's a lot that I learned and um, going forward, like I also didn't really budget yeah. <laughs> anything. Um, so yeah, I just. But a lot of it you could do by yourself, right? Yeah, like, totally. You know. there's, a, there's a lot, um, especially like making the artwork right like, you could you it's can, so important to right. be able to do that yourself um and so I, like luckily i was able to do all that and not have to hire anyone yeah. except for like photographers um yeah i hired one but other than that like my partner and i just shot all just the did all of it yourself, stuff myself yeah. um but yeah i didn't really have a budget and so i was just like spending all my unemployment money totally and, totally <laughs> shout like, out shout like, to the unemployment money it. yeah yeah so um I think going forward, I'm going to plan like what my budget is, how I'm going to go about getting that money, um, what I'm going to be going for generally. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of like going through the real steps of, of like, of it, of how to make it work. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's exactly what you do. Like every show you play, you don't spend it, you bank it. Mm -hmm. And then you just have this, like, you know, the, 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 the reserve. Yeah. And then you can use it to so you That's don't have to pay move. out of your own pocket. That's a good move. Yes. Every, every show, show you play, just don't. put that money into some yes. savings. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking that. You have to. Yeah. It's the only way. Like, I'm I'm at the point right now, now that the shows are back, I'm like trying to pay the band and also mm-hmm. keep the money. Like, you know, a, a bit a larger portion of them goes into this reserve. I don't touch it. Like, I don't need to have a job right now. Yeah. That, that I work from home. Very blessed. Yeah. And so, like, I don't need to pay myself yeah so i can pay them keep that because eventually you know when i know i think we have like two tours in 2020 or 2022 about to get announced and it's like i'm gonna need a van for that Mm -hmm. and a van rental can be like a lot so that's like what i'm saving up for right now yeah Yeah. no that's a really good move and it just it's crazy how much it costs to do that so much and then like you're like what do i get in return but also it's fulfilling in different ways yeah that's like why I started DJing. Yeah. So I could have extra money. Yeah. And then totally. like pandemic happened, I couldn't DJ anymore. I was like, oh, I'm uh, screwed. Here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's all a learning process. Right. Every, every step that you take in your career is going to lead you like right. further, um, just knowledge wise. Totally. And, um, this is my first big release. So it's it's like laying the foundation is how I kind of right. do it. Is like I don't have to make it all perfect and like get all the listens. You just need something attention. on the internet, yeah, right? Yeah, because I haven't really established myself prior to, and you know, no. I went through a name change a year ago. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, okay, I'm starting fresh, basically. Um, so I really need to just put it out 
and like let it speak for itself mm. and then going forward really kind of professionally build myself up mm. um so yeah that's that's the plan that's crazy <laughs> wow so yeah. how's it how what's that feeling like when the ep's already out and it's on spotify it's the day of like literally what what are you feeling in that moment because i know how i feel that moment but i, I want to hear your feeling yeah it's i'm i get kind of like relieved mm. like uh, this was like a lot of work and i was just like okay finally it's, yeah it's out there and i don't have to stress but then you get stressed because you're like okay i gotta are promote people, it are, are people like, listening are people like, listening yeah, yeah yeah um so it's yeah it's a mixture of feelings then i get kind of sad i'm like okay yeah. this is it's done like yeah. it's out and now i have to like if i want to keep doing this i got to do another one right yeah um and then that's a whole but you know that can take time you can yeah. you have some space for that but um and then i started like i'm like i have this weird thing where i like, on a release day i don't want to be alone mm. so i start making my plans oh, my celebration nice. plans oh so, well, that's good yeah i had like on my big ep release i had like a dinner with my parents and my closest friends cool. and that was just really a really nice way to like kind of celebrate the hard work and like right. kind of give that moment a celebration. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I have experienced an emptiness oh, and yeah. like uh, like oh yeah, it's out and like this w- weird like transfer of ownership where it's not mine anymore. Yeah, no, it's like everybody's. That's that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, and it's like it's, oh. it's scary. And yeah. it's like it's a very vulnerable process, which is why I was so scared to put this out for so long. Right. Um, but you just got to do it. Like, yeah. You, I mean, unless you don't want to do it, then you just have these songs that are like nicely recorded. What are you yeah. going to do with them? Just <laughs> listen to yourself. You have to do it. Totally. Other people will be drawn to it and it doesn't have to reach like the whole entire world. Right. Cause people who need to hear it will hear it. Right. And that's, that's kind of how I viewed this EP and um, I feel like so lucky to just have like support and like people are saying so many nice things and yeah, I'm just, I'm happy with that. And so, totally. but it's inspiring me to, to move on to the next thing. Where are you at with uh, playing shows? Are you going to play shows soon? Are you going to get a band together? Are you going to play by yourself? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to get a band together. Um, it's just a matter of finding the right people. Right. Um, but yeah, I haven't really, I played a show a, f- a few weeks ago at junior oh. high in LA. Oh yeah. It's a really cool art spot. That's um, awesome. They have a lot of really cool shows going on and it was like personally a big dream of mine since I was a little bit younger. Yeah, that place is to cool. To play there. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, how'd you get, how'd you get on that show? I'm um, just like a friend was cool. um, uh, involved in a show that was being planned and was like, hey, you should play this. And it worked out really well. Um, and it was just like an ideal right. show like really cool people um like nobody lame you know um so yeah that was it was just a nice event but um that's the only thing i i had planned um mm. i'm kind of iffy you know yeah it feels like right as i was about to start i was thinking of booking a fall tour mm. and i was about to start planning that and then delta is getting hit getting and, bad yeah. yeah i mean at a certain point you just kind of have to be like okay it's kind of a risk you yeah. gotta take you know i'm sure you feel the same way yeah there's like a feeling of like oh, should i be doing this what venues are gonna like require and and not just require but actually go through with it it's one thing yeah. to like say you're gonna mm-hmm. check masks and whatever and yeah. negative tests and 
but actually doing to actually it. do it at the day of the show was like I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm bringing my own mic now to shows. Yes, I bought a good mic, and I've just been uh, I've I've left it at two shows already, which is oh, no. bad. Yeah, but uh, I got him back both. Nice, times, nice, so. nice. And then you just <laughs> it's not something. It. Yeah, it's not something I ever thought about. Like I never mm-hmm. like I never used to like think worry about the mic. I just leave the mic on stage. I, and I walk away. Yeah, and then but now using I'm like, oh, other where's people's. My, where's my mic? little bag? Okay, and yeah, then but totally. So that's like a whole new thing. I need to train myself. Don't forget the mic don't forget the mic yeah. um the first time i just left it at the venue i was like it's fine i'll just buy another mic yeah and then uh second time i left it You're again like, okay in maybe my manager's car and now he's gonna yeah buying more mics <laughs> that's what i thought about i was like oh my god that mic was like 130 dollars. i cannot keep mm-hmm. spending 130 dollars on microphones like yeah totally. um but i I'm, I'm nervous you know I think uh, I'm not nervous to get like sick, but I'm nervous that other people will get sick. Yeah, because we'll be backstage if there is a backstage, or we'll be away from we'll be away from people. Mm-hmm. The audience doesn't really have that. It's the audi- yeah, yeah, they don't have and that option. Yeah, and the staff. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely something I'm approaching with hesitancy. Um, yeah, and I like I think if I do play a show, I'm gonna just take every single precaution mm. possible. Um, like the one that I played at junior high. Um, it was pretty safe. Like literally every single person had a mask on. Oh, good. Not one person had it below their nose. Yeah. Like, and that was awesome. I kept mine on up until when I played. And right. then afterwards I put it back on, yeah. brought my own mic. Um, so yeah, but I can imagine touring would be a different story. Right. Like this was just a single show. I can't even so. think about touring through New Mexico, Texas Ooh. right now. Touring Are you through- doing that? Uh, I think next year. Next year. Yeah. yeah not right now. I feel now. like in another Just doing year California. we'll get some clarity in the situation. I'm Hopefully. going to Denver next weekend. Denver? I don't I know what like, the deal is um, over there. I, I have friends in Fort Collins and they... I'm playing there. Um, yeah. I know. I invited my oh, friends. Really? So hopefully they show up. Oh my God. Up. That show is going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope they show up. I don't yeah. know anything about the place. I heard... It's and, a museum. Oh, it's a museum. It's a museum and I'm playing by myself oh. and it's like a panel. So I'm going to play some songs and people are going to ask me questions about how to oh, be in a band. Oh, really cool. And there's going to be like, you know, cocktails, whatever. And it's going to yeah. be upstairs. It's going to be on the roof. It's not going to be inside the museum. Ooh. So it'll be outside. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. Actually. It's going to be, it's, it's not going to be like what I think it is, like, but like it should be indifferent. I'm going to try yeah. and film it. And if it's crazy, yeah. then I'll, I'll post on YouTube. Put it like, up. I would yeah. love to see that. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully my friends will show up. Yeah, if they got I'll questions. Really, I'll be like, <laughs> how to be in a there. band. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually in a band called Companion. Cool. Um, formerly in known Denver? as. In Denver? Yeah, or in Fort Collins. Fort Collins? Um, Originally, they were from Oklahoma, but they mm. just moved. Um, and they're really incredible musicians. Cool. Um, Sophie and Joe. Nice. Um, yeah. So if you ever, if you, if they come, I hope they Sophie introduce and jo- themselves. I hope, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you can get, get to know them. But, That's um, awesome. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're talking about touring. And, we're talking yeah, about touring. Yeah. Through that, the South. Um, Fort Collins has been pretty on it. Oh, good. So hopefully that'll be a safe show yeah. for you. Um, that's just what I heard. So Awesome. And Colorado seems like it would be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Liberal about it. spot, yeah, yeah. Like people are conscious of each other. So. Yeah, <laughs> like basic human decency. <laughs> yeah, you know, I keep saying this, but like I thought it was gonna be like that here, and I like people immediately went back to their old ways. Like at the grocery store, just like crowding behind you, it's like, dude, yeah, did we not learn shit? Anything, like, yeah. anything, like especially just, I work in food service, right. And um, it's just as rude as they ever were before. It, yeah, it's really scary. Yeah. I I'm like still kind of trying to figure out if I'm mentally prepared for this environment because 
we had a COVID scare last week. Mm. Um, and luckily I'm negative. Like right. I, I, but I had um, a false positive. Oh. I did a home test. And oh. I, the first test I did after finding out someone at my work had COVID was positive. Oh. And I was spiraled Freaking into yeah, like yeah. the worst anxiety attack I've ever had. Um, and then luckily I was like, okay, I just got to get a bunch of tests and see. And luckily all of the rest came back negative. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm fine. But um, that's just the thing is like, Yeah, those you rapid don't tests know. aren't great. No, 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 not at all. At all. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's really weird like navigating, you know, in this world that totally. we're living in right now. I know. I didn't see my family for uh, Christmas because my dad's friend came over. And then like the next day he's like, hey man, my mom has COVID. I've been with her all week. Oh. And then so we all just locked down in our house. And my dad, oh my I got, I, like got my dad a bunch of different tests and he yeah. went to CVS and ended up being negative. We all ended up being negative, but like it was that's right funny. during Christmas time. Oh, that's so I, we did so Christmas sad. like a week later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Super annoying. Yeah. Holidays. It got bad <laughs> around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really it was bad. Everywhere. It was a nice like small few months of like feeling like normal. I know. And then the spike. But did, hopefully like. Did you know anyone who got it? Um. Yeah. I've had yeah. a few family members. I actually had a family member pass away. Oh, no. at, right at the start of the pandemic. It was my they uncle. They lived in California? No. The, he was in Louisiana. Oh. So. Yeah. Same. And um, it was just really sad because it was like right in the beginning and no one knew how to deal with it. Wow. And he didn't, I don't think he even he really even, knew yeah, yeah, yeah. what was going on. Um, so yeah, it was just, ugh, oh, it was really brutal. sad. Um, and I, you know, acquaintances I've known, but luckily, knock on wood, no one in my circle has yeah. had to go through it. I'm like, hella <laughs> knock on wood. Um, yeah. And I am a, such an anxious person. Right. So this is, you know, it's, I'm taking it very seriously and like really trying to make sure I'm doing the best I can. Totally. So. I know. It's crazy. I'm like, oh man, I'm not cut out for this world. Like, <laughs> things just keep going worse. And it's like all my worst nightmares are coming true. Um, <laughs> except for a meteor coming from the oh, sky. I'm sure that's going to happen any day now. I, don't that's... tell me that. <laughs> don't tell me that. Every time I see an article like on Facebook, like some Ugh. bullshit article, yeah. my heart sinks. And That's I probably not like, even real. No, no, it it's never is. fake news. It never is. Yeah. But um, The actual fake news. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. But it's also like I'm trying to learn how to manage it because like these things are going to be inevitable in our right. lifetimes. And I can't let it be debilitating. So Totally. Yeah, especially when you have like things you want to do in life. Yeah. Like, playing shows and whatever like yeah i don't know it's yeah i think the best thing to do is to just assess you know the situation and decide smartly like if you're playing in a crowded small like room like this, right hey, right um i don't think that's a good move <laughs> but if you're playing in like an outdoor venue or oh, outdoor yeah. venue or like a regular yeah yeah, yeah or like a venue. bigger venue right. and you know you know that the staff is is making it a priority right um, or the venue is, then mm -hmm. I feel like that's the best you and can do. We're gonna find out which we'll venues are. Out. We're gonna find out which venues are on it and which yeah. are not. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I don't know. We'll but, see. You know, I think I think it's. I don't know. It's just a tricky. I'm playing Soho um, on October 29th, Halloween weekend, and I'm curious yeah. to see oh, how Soho handles I'm it. Playing that with, well, I'm not playing. Oh, but myself, you're in but Alexander's I'm, Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, th I mean, I think I. She was on the podcast playing. this week. Oh, nice. 
nice. I dropped awesome. it, but I haven't promoted it yet. Oh, nice. So I'm well, gonna I'm gonna cut it. I'm this cu- comes out <laughs> next week. Next week. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I, I like to be a little bit ahead of myself. Yeah. Like, but this this like last like week. I did five. No, I think I did like four in LA. So I was like ahead of myself. Like I was like, good. And then I didn't even think about it until I posted the last episode. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to do more episodes. I'm running, <laughs> I'm running out of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to do one. I don't know. I feel like I might have to start doing some Zoom ones again, which I'm not excited about. But yeah. like, it's easier. Yeah. And it's for, for bands who are yeah, out of town. Then, yeah. Like, I was going to say, you can get more of um, a diverse crowd yeah. of people on here. Yeah. I will say like your podcast is probably one of the only ones I've <laughs> listened to <laughs> when I, when I've done my like surface level like, right. listening of podcasts, it's yours. And then um, I've listened to my friend Maxton's. Oh yeah. Um, he started a podcast. And so I haven't done I just listen yet. to my friends, I guess. Right. If they have a podcast. I'll listen, but it's kind of fun. It's like a way to create, um, you know, content yeah uh that is not music but it yeah. is music it is. but it's well, not it's about music i mean yeah it's is. about music yeah um and i always really love listening to like npr like, mm. it's it's a very comforting thing to listen right. to so i'm definitely gonna start giving podcasts more of a chance here there's like i don't know it's just a nice break away from music i like fell in love with all the comedians podcasts mm-hmm. and i loved how they like had each other on and would promote each other's dates yeah and, I always thought which that... Which is basically what you're doing. Which is like, yeah, I took it from that and I was like, okay, but now we'll add musicians to yeah. it. Because all the other musician podcasts are like Song Exploder where they break down a song and it's like, that's not really what I'm looking for. I, yeah. c- I couldn't find the podcast that was like what the comedians are doing, but for music. Yeah. And... uh I don't know. All the music ones had like a theme and that's great. Like, I think it is smart to have like a theme. That's how Mm -hmm. you break through in the podcast world because there's so many podcasts where people are just shooting the shit. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I I still want to learn about the lives and like the process and like... And you like... Talking about things that aren't just music, you right. learn more about the world. And the artist. Yeah, and the artist. You get to know. It's like a... Yeah, like an in-depth, like intimate moment learning about your favorite artist. Totally. It's, It's really cool. Um... So, yeah. And it's also about having that, like, you know, one-on-one relationship with my fans and the people who are into Dante. Mm -hmm. Like, the last, like, few years, at least of me doing this podcast, people have just seen the real me and not just, like, the Instagram me. Yeah. Where it's at a show or whatever. It's, like, this is, like, the actual me and my actual thoughts and, like, you know. Uh, just talking. How I talk. Like, when you see me in person, this is how I am, too. Like, there is no, like, act, like... I like that aspect of it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I always love like listening to artist interviews and stuff. Yeah, and, like, I always love those. I just I feel so inspired yeah. listening to my favorite artists talk about like their life, like their daily lives. Or, totally. Like, um, it's just it's a really cool way to connect. So I love it. Um, especially on the internet. <laughs> Like, it's the hardest to connect to on the internet, into but somebody like else's conversation. totally, and you're That's just listening. So cool. It's yeah. like a lot of the stuff is, you know, it's like the conversations that happen backstage, but you get to actually hear it. And that's sweet. It's just like when you're backstage at a show, you ask people like the real questions like, yeah. hey, how do you do this? How do you like, how do you get records pressed? Like that's like the real conversation that happens. And then it's like, you know, hidden from anyone who just wanted to like yeah, peek wants in. Yeah, to hear that information. It's like how do you put out CDs? Are mm-hmm. CDs even important anymore? Like, Oh, I've been contemplating. Yeah. That. Where are you at with merch? I, yeah, I haven't. I haven't made a decision. Mm. I, I was not gonna, I was just gonna do everything digitally. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like, especially not playing shows right now, like, mm-hmm. 
I don't really know what the point of having physical stuff would mm-hmm. be. However, I think that it's really cool. Like it's totally. it's an accomplishment and um I'm kind of trying to figure out like a cool way to do it, like especially like sustainably wise. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I get a lot of CDs and they end up in my car and then they get scratched <laughs> yeah. and then I have to throw them away. And then they're done. And then yeah. they're it's just useless. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, is that really worth the pollution? Is that really worth yeah. the like um, money that I'm gonna spend making them? Um, but also I feel like maybe not CDs, but cassettes are mm. collectible and records and are cheaper. collectible. I mean, so are CDs, but I think there's kind of more of um, a draw to like the... Uh, like yeah, yeah. There's more of like a novelty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cassettes are probably potentially going to be my move. Right. Um, yeah, and it's it's just cool. Like I love collecting cassettes. Like, totally. The different like designs. Like I have one that's like all sparkly and Ooh. silver. I That was that was something I wanted to do. Yeah. So figure out how they did that. But um. Yeah, I think that this EP deserves something because right. it's been in the works since I was like 15. Like right. that's when I started writing the first songs for it. Um, so I think it, it deserves that, and I think people would buy it. Um, and maybe the next album, right. a record, like a vinyl. That'd be I think, awesome. I I think working my way up, mm-hmm. and especially money wise, like I don't want to spend all my money at once. Right. Um, and then also just like um, like tote bags and t-shirts. Yeah, that, yeah. I screen print. I do my own. Oh, merch. really? Yeah, I design yeah. my own. Like I'm an artist as well. Um, so I do it all myself, and I think that that'll be really easy to you know. Just to get the the yeah. shirts, and you can screen print them on yeah. your own. Yeah. 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 But like the CD, the CD aspect is like you gotta you gotta go through somebody else and. Totally. So yeah, I'm still formulating my thoughts, and it's been like three. You weeks? could potentially do cassettes by yourself. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a machine. Um, it's like a duplicator. Oh, it's a yeah. tape duplicator. Yeah. And then you just like run like an aux cord from your, I don't know how high quality this is, but we're talking about cassettes. So yeah, it's yeah. like you run it from your, uh, the, the the big mastered files into the duplicator and then it just records. Yeah, no, that's totally go, it. Boom, 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 but boom. then like, what about the inserts? You could probably, oh, you, you could, could print those. Yeah, yeah. You could just design them on mm-hmm. Photoshop and then yeah. print them. Yeah, well, and then, think about it. I can't remember... There's just um, there's like a uh, free templates online you can just download yeah. for J card sleeves and then yeah the, totally it go like a J and then just pop it <laughs> like a little J That's yeah cute. totally um yeah I think that would be a really cool move however I'm so enamored with the sparkly oh yeah I don't know how to do that I have like no idea how to do the sparkly cassettes yeah. pink cassettes I love that so pink would you know, be easy pink yeah. would be yeah yeah but I don't know would about the sparkly I don't know how to... is that no uh no. whoever like you damage no whatever um wholesale company you buy tapes from will have all the colors oh but I don't okay. know if they have sparkly I don't know if that maybe well, that was a custom I will hunt it down yeah you have to hunt that down <laughs> yeah but um any wholesale company you buy cassettes from will have like yellow white cool. green cool. like any color you want I'll yeah. look into it I know yeah I, I'm just like it's been a few weeks since this EP's out I'm just like I feel like I I had the chance to like put some physical stuff out when mm-hmm. it came out and now I'm like oh is it too late but I also no. I feel like it's never too late it's never you know? too late and same with merch and and playing shows and doing things like this and getting PR and stuff. Right. Um, like anything can help you. Totally. Like anything. Anything is cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> to put it simply. <laughs> yeah. There's you know there's, I put a record out um in 2018 digitally 
Mm-hmm. And I still am thinking about like, oh, I should do a record. Oh. I should do a record for that one. But like the cover art was um, controversial. So Ooh. I need new cover art. Which album was it's it? It's the one where the girl's washing the car. Oh, I oh. didn't think it was like that. And, and now I'm looking, you know, when I put it out, people are like, what? Like some women got on my case about it. Like, oh, interesting. And I get it. And I get their point. Like, I get how it can be seen as sexist. I didn't think of it like that when I, <laughs> what, you know. What was the sexist element? That the fact that she's implied? a topless woman washing a car with her head cut off. Oh, and I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't I see it that way. But also, as way. a single man, that's why you need women around you True. to tell you when shit is Put you in like, to, yeah. I didn't have anyone around me. I, yeah. I was me as a a twenty six year old man. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, and I didn't think about. It. I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't think about album art yeah, that much. Totally. So, I so I like, do want to redo the album art for that because yeah. I don't want to print it and people be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I wouldn't have read into it that way. Right. But you know, it's a valid point if somebody yeah. feels that way. So totally. But yeah, you should definitely. I feel like I that is reassuring <laughs> to me. Like, if you're still thinking I'm about something, it's been like years. that's okay. Cool. I'm I have I have some time. So. You have lots of time. And also raising money. Like I just ugh, I spend so much of my own money. On right. This. So I think that maybe playing shows and like saving up some to get some nice. And then by the time you play shows, yeah, the merch. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, especially exactly. if you're cutting costs on like paying someone to make all your shirts for you, um, mm-hmm. you could just do it yourself. Yeah. You know? And then big prop, big profit margins on. T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the band's bread and butter on the road is selling yeah. fucking shirts because they're like a dollar, two dollars to make, and you sell them for twenty. Twenty, yeah. Like yeah, there you go. It's eighteen dollars profit that's, each time. Like not yeah. bad. That's a good move. And if it's I, one color, it yeah. gets more expensive with the colors. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also like have my own like art business. Mm. Um, I haven't really been promote devoting, the promote the art yeah business. soft devotion. That's okay. my art business. Um, and I haven't really been focused on it because I've been putting out music. Yeah. But, um, and you take commissions? Like what, I what do, kind yeah, of stuff is I, going I on? I do illustrations, graphic design. I design like show posters mm. and album artwork. I did um, Jacob's album. Jacob I, th- Cole, I love that, yeah. The Easy Street one. Mm-hmm. It was super like fun to do. Um, and he has such a specific aesthetic. It was totally. really easy to knock out. Um, but yeah, no, so... I've been learning about that kind of aspect of like merch making through right. my art. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like it, it does kind of cost a lot of money to get the materials. But once you get going and you're like, you got the products to sell, it kind of goes yeah. by itself. Totally. And, um, yeah, I feel like just like DIY culture is so important when you're a musician and right. like when you're an artist just doing it all yourself especially when you're starting out but then even past that like yeah totally you always have like a little bit of that uh yeah diy spirit makes you, know. you connected to your music i was saying that with the alexandra mm-hmm. one like of understanding every uh role of the industry you kind of get like i guess i think i use the word empathy but maybe that's probably the word but like you understand everyone's position a little bit more and understand yeah. like each cog turns totally like when yeah. you're the band when you're the promoter when you work because yeah, i worked at velvet jones for a long time i oh. saw that aspect of it of like what a venue is yeah. expecting when you when you come in to play a show yeah. um they want to sell drinks that's like the that's like literally how they live it's yeah. like we need people to come in here and buy drinks because we give you the most of the door mm-hmm. we take a small bit of the door and then yeah we need to fucking really sense. make drinks because yeah. that's all we do we're just 
the space to host the art. You're like the, the art. Merch version. It's or like the... a weird handshake deal yeah. here. Yeah, and drinks are super cheap. Like yeah, totally. They give you a little bit of drink and then they charge you like ten bucks. Yeah. Like it's awful. It's <laughs> awful for the, the customer, but great yeah, for them. yeah, totally. And so like understanding how that works, how PR agents work, how booking agents work. Oh, you yeah. kind of like get it and getting an understanding of it. You're like, oh. Yeah. Everyone's working hard here. And yeah, like nobody's totally. getting paid a lot. Like no. I get it. Yeah, I think that that is definitely something I've learned within yeah. this past six months of putting out music. Um, I worked with uh, a good friend of mine, Roberto Johnson. He mm. helped me with PR. And then I had another friend named Kathleen Kelly who helped me a little bit with PR. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think I could have done it without them only because I gained so much knowledge from mm. them. Um, and like going down the line, I mean, I think I would still probably hire somebody mm-hmm. for PR going forward, but... Um, it makes me realize how much work goes into it and how defeating it can be. Totally. Like you send like hundreds of emails and get like three responses and oh, yeah. <laughs> most of them are no. Totally. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I've developed such an appreciation for that yeah. side of it. And like, yeah, like I said, there's just so many things about releasing music and being, trying to be a professional musician that you just don't think about. But then yeah. you learn. And you don't see it because it's hidden behind the wall. No mm-hmm. one sees it. They just see the end. They just see the Instagram and the record. And, and the they music think you're doing and, great. They're like, like oh, wow. you're killing it right now. Yeah. It's like, I worked really hard to I get what so I got. Hard. Like, just to get what I have, which mm-hmm. isn't very much, I worked hard just yeah. to get that. Like, there, I, t- I retweeted something about that recently. I can't remember mm. the tweet, but it was like something like, I put, I work so hard i put my blood sweat and tears into my music and it's all for you to say oh this is kind of cool <laughs> and i was like oh that's like the story of everybody that is so real. everybody's life as a musician oh yeah yeah and but, it's like hey i mean at least if one person says hey that's cool then that's that's still, something that's still something yeah so yeah. it's like the small victories i guess you have to uh you have to take the small victories you have to just cherish them. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least they're victories. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I feel the same way. Oh, man. How long have we been talking? One hour. I feel like I know. Time. I feel like my <laughs> clock is set now. Because <laughs> every time I'm saying, every at last couple podcodcasts, like, what's, how long have we been going? An hour? Oh, okay. It's like mm-hmm. happened like four times wow. now. My clock is set to an hour. Yeah. I know when the conversation's going. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I had no clue. I really? was like, I feel like it's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else should we talk about what else what else is going on in your life what's happening next well yeah i feel like yeah that's a good good thing to end on maybe um i i have so much music now okay um so i'm hoping this this fall to start recording the oh next really thing. yeah i because i got so antsy mm-hmm. waiting for two years um when i finished recording it in 2019 so i'm just like okay it's time to get back in now right. that i've put this out um, so hopefully, I mean, it's not going to be quick, but, um, hopefully yeah. in the next year or two, I'll have another project out. When you're recording, do you have a band? Like, are you going to try and get a band for this next session? Like, yeah, I just mean, so there, there's some kind of, I hadn't really thought about it. My, my EP that we just put out or I, I, yeah, not we, um, you and the team, me and the team, <laughs> <laughs> um, we just tracked everything like one on one. We um like I played bass or no, not bass. I played guitar for all the tracks. Mm-hmm. Um the guy I worked with, Jesse Rhodes, he played bass on a lot, some keyboards, mm-hmm. some like 
slap guitar. Mm. Um, but it was just the two of us doing everything. And then we hired in a session drummer named Austin Beatty. I don't know if you Oh, know yeah, him. I know him. Beattie. Yeah, I don't know. If, I hope I said his last name right. I yeah. think so. Um, but yeah, that it kind of just was like we took sections and then put it all together. Cool. So I don't really know. But um, hopefully my, my next real like close plan is getting a band together because then... Um, I might start thinking about shows more. Yeah. Uh, I played solo for my whole life. Right. Um, never, ever had a band to back me up for mm-hmm. my own music. I've been in other bands, but um, it'll be really special and that'll be a, an accomplishment for me. Yeah. So that's my that's my plan for this fall is like getting the band together and um, maybe in like simultaneously with recording. Right. Yeah. Because I think the songs will take... A different form you know there's yeah. different stages where you write oh, it no, totally. when you jam it with a band it takes a different form when you play it live sometimes things don't work the same in the practice space that they do on the I stage agree. so there's like different like evolutions and then the state and then the studio I just feel like yeah that's the better move is to play it with a band i like right. i i've played songs with bands right. like my songs but never like full shows with my with a band um and things just come together a little bit more. You get a little bit more clarity and like the and song maybe structure. someone has an idea and you're like, oh, yeah. that's a cool idea. Okay, totally. I'm sure yeah. you know all about that with yeah. your band, but um, yeah, I think I think the first focus is band. Um, I really would like to tour. Like if it's possible right. and I feel like it's safe enough, I probably will start. Yeah, 2022, I think will be better. Yeah, so I think like singular shows here and there, like double, like two shows or something might totally. be okay. Um. I really want to play uh, the Joshua Tree Saloon. Mm. That's like a place I've heard of and yeah. um, been kind of like talking about that, but I don't, I, I haven't really set anything up. Totally. Um, and then maybe some local stuff like Soho totally. would be cool. Like a, I've done singer songwriter nights in the past. Like Al- Alexandra played one right. of them, um, and it was just really special. So yeah. maybe something like that. But um, I was yeah. working on a show uh, for you to hop on, but like no venues. Like the venues in San Francisco either aren't responding or Soho's booked. That that was the same case with Alexandra. Like, yeah. Um, I won't speak for her, but you she know, talked about last she week. She did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She she wanted to do an album release show, yeah. and it was just so hard to find a place that would one be like financially possible, right? And two, like you know, would be realistic. Um. Yeah. And then another, you know, a lot of venues just wouldn't get back. So. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like, wouldn't people be down for music? I don't know. I, I even emailed that new place that used to be Velvet Jones. I was like, music you're a Alley? venue. Yeah, like, I think they also did, I don't know, something weird happened to them too. But yeah, yeah. I. it's like, what? <laughs> what's the point if no one's going to book? Yeah. But I think also, to a certain degree, the hesitancy might be there. Mm. And that's valid, you know. That's true. Um, They have, like, businesses to run. And, yeah, like, security guards and all that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, COVID like check-in. especially a security card because they see everyone they're talking to everyone every single person <laughs> yeah. yikes yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so i don't know we'll just see how okay. things go I, i'm just really taking it step by step and like totally seeing what feels right and that's always been my thing like i've never forced myself to do to put things out if it didn't feel right right which is another reason why it took so long for me to put this out. Um, what, what's that process with like um, the older songs? Did you ever feel like, ah, oh, they're, they're old. Maybe I shouldn't put these yeah, ones out. Like, yeah, there's a song on there called Malibu um, that I wrote. 
I don't remember how old I was. Uh-huh. But um, that was, it was during, I went through different phases musically, you know. Yeah. Um, over my, like, youth, my adolescence. And there was a time where I did not want to be a folk artist mm. at all. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to be surf rock. Totally. Artist. As a solo artist. Totally. Um, so I wrote Malibu and it had its moment and it's like a sweet little song, like an ode to Malibu. Um, but I was really hesitant to put it on this EP because it just felt outdated. Mm. Um, however, Jesse, the guy I worked with, was like, I think you might have a place for it. So we recorded it and I was like, not really. Oh, you re-recorded it? We re-recorded oh, okay. it, yeah. Um, and it, we stripped it down completely. It's mm. just me and a guitar and I changed the style. It was, it's now, it's mm. more like a fifties ballad kind of cool. thing. So, and I think that changing that made it fit a new more. energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely struggled because these songs were written when I was like 15 right. or like 16. I was like, I'm now I'm 22 and I'm just putting this out. Like right. I feel a little disconnected, mm-hmm. but, um, I also just kind of they tie into each other because it's like a collection of of different experiences in my life and time markers and yeah so totally. I feel like it ultimately I get asked the question like what's the theme of this EP mm-hmm. and while a lot a majority of the songs are about heartbreak and or love I feel like the general theme is like growing up and like embracing, like letting go and embracing change. Embracing your cringe. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Oh my God. I have a lyric (laughs) in my song Head Rush. I have a lyric that's like more addictive than cigarette smoke, which is like, I romanticize cigarettes a lot Mm -hmm. in my teens. Um, More addictive than chocolate, Mm -hmm. more addictive than rain in July, more addictive than cute boys who cry. Like, yeah, I'm like, that is such a stupid (laughs) lyric. But at the time I was like, oh, that's kind of like funny. and Yeah, totally. But yeah, I cringe a little bit at that. Uh, But did you keep that line in? I kept it. See, you have to embrace the cringe. I don't really know what else I'd put there. I was thinking about this like actually yesterday, like trying to rewrite the lyrics after I've already put it out. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's. It's a cute song. Yeah, like, it shows where I was at that point. So totally. And um, I think I've I think I've gotten a little bit more sophisticated. So. Totally. Going forward, I can still like prove myself. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Well, where where can people get the the record? It's on all all the streaming platforms. Okay. Um, everything. If you follow me on social media, I will definitely. What's your handle? Cecilia underscore underscore James. Okay, two underscores. Um, it's two getting harder and harder. I know. To get a handle now. Dude, the other Cecilia James is like a Mary Kay rep. Like, oh. Like one of those like pyramids. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, so yeah, Cecilia underscore underscore James. Um, and yeah, I'll probably, like if I decide to do like real physical copies and stuff, um, I will definitely be posting it. Okay, cool. Um, and merch and stuff. I really am kind of starting to work on that element. Element. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just. How exciting! And, yeah. This is the beginning. The beginning. This, exactly. Like I said last week with Alexandra, like this is the beginning. It's just the start. It's yeah. The foundation that mm-hmm. I'm laying. Totally. I'm really excited yeah. about the future. Whatever it brings, like I'm, I'm gonna be happy. Cool. Doing music. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of it. Like, never lose sight of that because I lost sight of that in my twenties, and do not lose sight that the reason you do this is for fun. Yeah. And like. 
that's it. Yeah. It's just fun. And if people like it, that's cool. If they don't, that's also cool. Yeah. I do this for me and it's, for, and it's fun. Yeah. I just got back there in my 30s. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get there. Yeah. Because like I said, it, it was the yeah. gap where I was like, this is pointless. Yeah. But now I'm totally. like, it's so, it's so beautiful to connect sonically with other people. So, yeah, that's I'm awesome. It. Well, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs>